Hello and welcome to Hearts in Harmony from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Kroger Tender Ray Beef, no other beef so fresh can be so tender, presents Hearts in Harmony transcribed. K is for Kroger, C is for cut, B is for beef. KCB means Kroger cut beef, and Kroger cut beef means more meat for your money. It's a fact, ladies, and here's the reason Kroger cut beef gives you more meat, less waste. Before the meat is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess bone, excess waste, and stringy ends. Yes, that's before the meat is weighed and priced, so you can see that means more meat for your money. You get top U.S. government grades of beef, meat that's tender, juicy, rich red, and marbled with just the right amount of flavory fat. You get a better value in top-grade beef. For example, when you buy a Kroger-cut porterhouse steak, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes the long, stringy end and excess waste before the steak is weighed and priced. You don't pay steak price for stringy meat and excess waste. So remember, whether you buy a steak or roast, you receive more meat, less waste. But see for yourself. Visit your neighborhood Kroger store. Make it a rule to buy Kroger-cut beef and get more meat for your money. And now, hearts in harmony. Penny Gibbs fought against it as long as she could. But she couldn't fight it forever. She couldn't blot out the tragic memory of Barry Calton's death or the stark emptiness of a future without him. As if she'd been struck down by a giant blow, Penny collapsed. She was talking to her invalid foster father, Jed, when it happened. And now the next afternoon, Jed is saying to Penny's mother, Grace... We were right here talking about remodeling that house for the children when it happened, Grace. I didn't know what was wrong with the child at first, but... Oh, it's obvious what was wrong with her, Jed. Dr. Ryan says it's very possible that it might happen again. Yes, many times. Dr. Ryan says she's all right, though, physically, that is. Oh, yes, she's perfectly all right otherwise. Well, that's something to be grateful for. Oh, you don't know how grateful I was to hear that, too. I imagined all kinds of things when I ran in here and saw her on the floor. You think I didn't? Why, she was right in the middle of a sentence when, all of a sudden, she took a sharp breath, turned pale as milk, and sank to the floor. Well, we needn't have any fears about what we're thinking. Dr. Ryan gave her a very thorough examination. Didn't even say she had to stay in bed and rest, and I was sure he was going to insist that she stay in bed a day or two. That fellow Ryan is a doctor of the mind well as the body. He knows that if she lies upstairs in bed, she'll just think. And thinking is the one thing he doesn't want her to do. Oh, but Jed, she'll think just the same. Remember, I was hoping when she decided to start this children's school or home or whatever she decides it'll be, she wouldn't give herself time to think. Things like this wouldn't happen to her. Grace, you ought to know that there are certain things that a person just can't stop remembering. And there are some things we think about and brood over unconsciously. Mm, I do know that, Jed. Then you ought to know that there's no way for Penny to control her memories and thoughts of young Carlton. They'll be with her the rest of her days, haunt her and plague her till she's in her grave. But not like this, I hope. Oh, chances are, as the years go by and the passage of time dims her memory, she'll think of Barry a great deal less. But we can't expect her ever to forget him completely. Barry was important to her. And the tragedy that took his life left Penny with a heart wound that'll never heal. Oh, Jed, 
I wish you weren't so right. I wish I were dead wrong, but I know I'm not. Isn't Penny coming down at all today? I can't get her to budge out of her room, dear. She wouldn't eat her breakfast or lunch, and this afternoon she refused to speak to me. Uh-huh. I don't know what to do, whether to leave her alone or try to snap her out of it. Well, if you want my advice, I'd say leave her alone. She'll be all right. She's going through a very natural period of depression. It isn't necessary to force her out of it. When the mood passes, she'll come out of it herself. Well, they always have passed. But this is about the worst depression she's had since she first heard that Barry was gone. What worries me is that this may be mild compared to the ones to come. Yes, that's true. I wish there was a way to help her fight these moods, but there isn't. And it'd be a losing battle anyway. She's got a mind of her own. Believe me, it's on the wrong track. There must be something we can do about it. Well, what, for instance? Oh, I wish I knew. Uh, maybe, maybe if she went away. Oh, that's a fallacy, and you know it. You know, Grace, the wonderful thing about Proverbs is you can always find one to contradict another. That accounts for their popularity. Jed, we were talking about Penny, not about Proverbs. Well, this applies to Penny. Now listen, suppose she goes away. You'll say she should because out of sight, out of mind, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whatever happens to absence makes the heart grow fonder. <laughs> Contradicts that first one pretty well, doesn't it? Mm. Now, do you see what I mean? Grace, I doubt whether Penny's going away will help at all. And besides, have you forgotten she has her own plans? No, of course not. But I was thinking... There's no reason why she has to start this place for children right away. Well, it seems to me, Grace, that the sooner she gets into this home and involves herself with everything that goes with it, the sooner her unpleasant memories will truly become a thing of the past. Well, I still say that she ought... Oh, dear, there's someone at the door. Excuse me, will you, Jen? Sure. It's a funny thing. I, I was about to say that probably Johnny at the door. <laughs> Then I remember Johnny's probably in South Africa by now. Oh, I hope we hear from him soon. Yeah, we probably will. Uh, oh. oh, good afternoon, Mrs. Billings. Why, Dr. Evans, come in. Thanks. Penny in? Yes, she is. But you know she's... Who is it, Grace? Uh, it's Dr. Evans, Jed, here to see Penny. Oh. Well, as a matter of fact, Mrs. Billings, I called to see Mr. Billings, too. To see Jed? Oh, I thought Penny told you. Mr. Billings promised that the next time I was here, I could, uh, well, just see if there isn't some way to get him out of that wheelchair. Oh, yes, Jed said something about that to me just the other evening. Oh, Dr. Evans, is there any chance that you could do something? To be perfectly honest with you, Mrs. Billings, I doubt it. After all, I'm still just an intern, almost a student, you might say. And I know that experts in the field say that there is no hope for your husband. But then... Oh, there is a small chance then, isn't there? Well, call it the ignorance of youth if you want to, Mrs. Billings. But I think there's some small chance in everything. You don't know how grateful we'd be if you could do something for him. As I said a moment ago, Mrs. Billings, I doubt if I myself could do anything. My job would be to investigate and report my findings to a specialist. Uh, could I see him now? Well, yes, yes, of course. Um, Jed... Uh, Dr. Evans says he'll come to see you. Oh, and I know why, too. Young fella, I appreciate your interest, but you know you're wasting your time on me, don't you? Well, you want to get out of that wheelchair, don't you, Mr. Billings? <laughs> or are you trying to hint that you're lazy? <laughs> <laughs> you're a good judge of character, son. 
Laziness is written all over my face, isn't it? But definitely. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll leave you two alone. And oh, that you... won't be necessary, Mrs. Billings. But uh, you might tell Penny I'm here. Well, I was just going to tell you about her, Dr. Evans. Uh, she had a fainting spell yesterday. A and... fainting spell? Well, there wasn't anything serious, Dr. Evans. Just a nervous reaction of the strain of... Well, I, I don't have to explain to you, do I? Certainly not. Uh, Mrs. Billings, is she resting? Well, in a way she is. In a way? Son, she hasn't come out of her room all day. And she refuses to eat. And when I went up to see her a little while ago, she refused to talk to me. Well, you know it's nothing to be upset about. She's behaving normally enough. I'd like to see her before I leave, though, if it's all right with you. Son, why don't you go upstairs and talk to Penny before you get yourself involved with me? Oh, no, Mr. Billings, no, I... No, 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 let's not argue about it, Dr. Evans. You go right upstairs. There are two invalids in this house, but the one worth patching up is that broken-hearted girl up there. Come in. Hello, Penny. Hello, Joe. Well, what are you doing way over there? Window gazing? I don't know. Now, that's a fine thing for an intelligent girl to admit. You're doing something, but you don't know what it is. I'm thinking, I guess. Yes, I guess you are. Pretty glum thoughts, too, aren't they? Yes, Joel, they are. Mind if I dent the cushion on the window seat? No, I don't mind. Ah, this is what I call comfort. Say, there's a nice view from this window. I didn't know you could see the mountains from here. On a clear day, you can. Well, it's plenty clear today. Yes, sir. Beautiful day, isn't it? I, uh... Suppose it is. Oh, now, now, what's the matter with you? Can't you even recognize sunshine when you see it? Oh, Joel. Joel, I thought you'd understand. You bet I do understand. And, Penny, I also understand that it's a beautiful day, too. Why, just look out there. The sun is shining, the sky is clear, and the air is fresh. Oh, Penny, it's a great day to be alive. Is it? Yes, unless you prefer a rainy day. And you know, when you come to think about it, there's nothing nicer than a nice, juicy, sopping wet rainy day. Unless, that is, you've just spread out a picnic lunch and there's not a shelter around for miles. <laughs> I can tell from the smile that that's happened to you. Oh, more times than it hasn't, I guess. Well, picnics are like plans. You never know how they're going to turn out. And as for the weather, the weather is just like life. A contrary, unpredictable mixture of good and bad. Hey, hey, did that come out of me? That did come out of you. Very beautifully, too. <laughs> well, I'm sure somebody else said it first. You know, the phrase is familiar. <laughs> oh, uh, by the way, I saw some house plans on your dad's drawing table when I was talking to him a minute ago. Are they the uh, designs for remodeling that place for children? Mm-hmm. Oh, Joel, it's going to be a beautiful place. When the weather's right, the children will be able to play outdoors. The grounds are enormous. Well, what about a play area when the weather's wrong? Well, we'll remodel the basement into sort of an indoor playground. Has a high ceiling, room for swings, seesaws, maybe even a slider to... Oh, I think I'm going to enjoy that basement myself. Say, uh, any hobby oh, horses? Joe. Or do they cost too much to feed? You can be as silly as a little boy, can't you? And you can be as cheerful as a little girl when you don't let yourself think about certain things. Oh, thanks to you, I suddenly stopped thinking about him. 
Joel, I'm ashamed of the way I've acted all day. I've been rude and selfish. Why do you bother with me? I don't deserve your kindness. You know why I bother. Because I like you and understand you, and I want you to know that I'm your friend. Oh, I don't have cause to doubt that. I, I truly fought against this mood, but I, I couldn't keep it from taking hold of me. Try a little, though, each time you feel them coming. They'll be less and less serious each time. Oh, but they'll get the best of me sometime. I know they will. Sure they will, Penny. As long as you live. As long as you're loyal to the man you loved. And I can guarantee that that will be forever. Oh, say, I'll have you in an unhappy mood again if I'm not careful. You know, I borrowed a car this trip. How about a drive? Oh, Joel, I don't know. Oh, I... come on. Now, it'll do us both good. And look at that day out there. Blue sky, bright sun. All right, Joel. I think it might be fun to go for a drive. And it really is a beautiful day, isn't it? So, Penny is all right again. But will these moods of depression plague her all her life? Or will something or someone fill the emptiness in her life caused by the death of Barry Carlton? Be sure to listen to the next dramatic episode of Hearts in Harmony. KCB, KCB. KCB means Kroger Cut Beef, and Kroger Cut Beef means more meat for your money. Yes, Kroger Cut Beef gives you more meat, less waste, because before the meat is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess bone, excess waste, and stringy ends. In buying Kroger Cut Rib Roast, for example, you don't pay rib roast price for excess bone and waste. The chine bone is trimmed, the waste and short rib end removed, giving you top U.S. government grades of beef that's tender, juicy, rich red, and marbled with just the right amount of flavory fat. And before the meat is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess bone, waste, and stringy ends. So remember, whether you buy a steak or roast, Kroger cut beef gives you more meat for your money. But mind you, you can get Kroger cut beef only at your neighborhood Kroger store. So go there as soon as you can. Step up to the meat counter and ask for Kroger cut beef. You'll get delicious and juicy and tender beef, and you'll get more meat, less waste. That means you get more meat for your money at your Kroger store. Listen again tomorrow, same time, same station, for another thrilling transcribed chapter of Hearts in Harmony.